Hey, everybody. My name is Shikundi Salisbury, and I'm filling in today for Reverend Harriet Walden here on the Mother's uh, Justice Show. And she has graciously provided this hour uh, for us to talk about the Black Legacy Homeowner Network today uh, and the work that we've been doing here in the community. And for full transparency, as always, I am Mother Walden's uh, son, our second son out of four. Uh, and my name is Shikundi Salisbury. So many of the listeners, uh, you've probably heard me on here before in some capacity around uh, my work as a volunteer with mothers, you know, throughout the years. But specifically today, um, I am excited to have uh, beyond with her uh, in this in the space to talk about the uh, Black Legacy Homeowner Network and what the and what we've been doing here in the community and beyond. And so the uh, Black Legacy Homeowner Network is, uh, first of all, if you're online or on your computer, take down the website. It's blacklegacyhomeowners.org. Again, that's blacklegacyhomeowners.org. And so our project is a project that's uh, funded in part by the uh, City of Seattle Office of Housing. And what we're charged with in this program is creating a network of legacy Black homeowners uh, in the CD and the South End and across the city of Seattle. So we're specifically working to uh, contact and um, engage with Black homeowners, those that identify as African-American. Um, and so the, then that's not BIPOC, if you will, right? So we're specifically working to contact and engage uh, African-American homeowners uh, throughout the city of Seattle. Uh, and we're getting a lot of interest actually from uh, beyond Seattle. And so in that context, uh, in that work, this engagement work that we're doing, we are uh, we we are engaging folks that are across the spectrum, right? And so, what does that mean? You say, "Hey, Shikani, what does that mean?" You're okay. You're engaging, uh, you know, black homeowners. But what does that mean? What it means is that we are creating a network of folks. Um, and so, not only are we uh, uh, having events for us to network and get to know each other. Uh, and remind each other that we are in fact still here, uh, even though many of our African-American neighbors have been uh, you know, gentrified and moved on, uh, there's a lot of us who are still here in the city. Uh, and there's a lot that don't plan on going anywhere, right? And so to that end, you know, we're networking and, and making sure that we know each other and then specifically connecting people with, uh, with resources and information. Right. So um, as as the Black Legacy Homeowner Network, we're not necessarily the experts in in any particular thing other than engagement. Uh, and what we're doing is connecting folks with resources. So on on the short term, uh, we, we are connecting folks with many of the programs that the city of Seattle have and other community based organizations like the Urban League. Uh, and folks like that. And these are programs like the utility discount program, home repair programs, uh, uh, foreclosure assistance programs, and the like. Um, and then on the, the longer term or, or more of a, a planning type of uh, um, 
uh, end of the spectrum, if you will. We've been connecting our members with uh, folks that can talk about trusts, wills, like what does that mean? How do we ensure generational wealth? Um, one of the things that we found through this work is that oftentimes many of the homes that we have lost in our community, uh, while many have uh, fell victim to the um, higher taxes and being taxed out because of our structure here in Washington and Seattle in particular, uh, what we found is that there's many homeowners uh, that, that have lost our property in our community simply because we didn't have the fiscal and financial structures in place, the, the vehicles, the tools, if you will, to be able to ensure generational wealth, right? And so what am I talking about? What do you mean, Chicago? Any tools? Is that a hammer? Is that a nail? What do you mean? I'm talking about the actual uh, uh, tools like a trust, right? And again, I'm not the lawyer, right? But a trust is something where, you know, it's a, your, your home and your assets are put, are basically put into a company where you can, uh, and now we all are members of the trust, if you will, and the trust uh, now owns the house, right? And uh, so there's a lot around that, right? So, but again, what we're doing is whether you need, you're looking for short-term uh, or near-term things that are going to help you keep you in your home right now, or if you're looking to plan to try to um, make sure that, you know, your wishes are taken care of as you move on, uh, uh, you know, and be able to transfer that generational wealth. You know, those are some of the things we're working on. In addition to that, we're working with uh, our homeowners and our members to, you know, identify ways that they can not only keep their property, but improve their property, right? And, that, and what does that mean, right? Does that, you know, that could be anything from uh, um, uh, an ADU, right? Putting one of these cottages or an additional dwelling unit on the property, that could be putting, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, splitting your lot and actually building something else, an additional dwelling, um, you know, or creating multifamily on your property, you know, maybe building a small, you know, duplex or triplex, right? So there's a lot of ways that we can uh, learn in the Black Legacy Homeowner Network, right? So it's not just about the short-term or near-term resources, and and there's a lot of things that we can all learn as uh, black homeowners. And, you know, what I've heard in community oftentimes, uh, and it still rings true, is that we are, in fact, stronger together. Right. Uh, and we know that from our. And I'm sure if Reverend Walden was here online right with us right now, she would say that we learned that, you know, through the struggles of the civil rights era and the like, and, uh, and she always gets excited about uh, Black people in particular coming together to work on a uh, specific thing or cause um, that is going to uplift us all. So um, Black Legacy Homeowner Network, lots of great work. It's a program of Services of Lifestyle, which is our uh, nonprofit uh, located here in Seattle, Washington. And uh, this work continues. And so, yeah, to that end, we had a great meeting. If you go to our website, you can kind of see the recaps of the different uh, events we've had. Just recently, we had an event at the Royal Esquire Club the uh, last Sunday, Sunday before last here, uh, with uh, John Wilson, the King County Assessor. And he came out and talked about 
uh, really understanding your property value. He gave us a lot of updates on the uh, senior tax exemption uh, and how there's uh, they've raised the limit on on those uh, the cap, if you will, the income limit. So uh, you know, encouraging seniors to reapply. Perhaps if you maybe you didn't qualify before under the previous limits. Maybe you can uh, reapply and get the you know, new information. We've had events with uh, real estate professionals to talk to us about making sure that we know the commercial value of our property, not just what the Zestimate or you know one of these websites says, like we, you know what kinds of zoning is where your where your home is at and the like. So we've learned a lot about those types of things, and we're encouraging everybody to come out to our events uh, around that education and connecting the resources. However, we're also doing a lot of fun stuff. In fact, this Friday, we're going to be at the uh, Royal Esquire Club for our Black Legacy Homeowner Happy Hour, which is powered by Ezels. Uh, thank you to Lewis and the whole team over at Ezels. We're going to be at the Royal Esquire Club. Thank you to them for hosting us. The Royal Esquire Club is the longest uh, consistently open social club here, Black-owned social club in the state of Washington. Uh, with being uh, founded and opening in 1948. So just recently, they celebrated 75 years of serving the Black community here in Seattle. So super excited to always be working with them. And uh, we got a great happy hour coming up. And on September 3rd, we're going to be out at Jimi Hendrix Park, uh, just part of the Roots Barbecue. So lots of great stuff coming up. And we'll talk about that. But I want to welcome uh, a couple of our, uh, in the next segment, I think we're probably going to take a break here uh, shortly, but, um, and when I come back, we're going to bring on uh, our uh, guest speaker, a couple of our speakers that we have on the show today. One that I'm really super excited about to talk to when, she, when we come back is Miss Linda Taylor. Uh, she's an icon uh, here with the Urban League in this community and has been working on uh, housing and helping us stay in our homes for many years now. Um, and most certainly, uh, you know, I, as I've mentioned many times, I'm not necessarily an expert at anything, but she most certainly is, especially when it comes to uh, housing and helping us keep our homes and transfer that generational wealth. Uh, and then uh, later on in the hour, uh, we've got a guest named uh, Sherry Day, who is a friend of the program and a um, volunteer with Mothers for Police Accountability. But more importantly, she's also a person who has experienced being uh, taxed out of her home. Uh, and she's currently a recipient of the uh, senior tax exemption. Uh, and that program, as I mentioned, is currently helping seniors re reduce their tax burden so they don't get taxed out of their home, right? And then after that, uh, we'll have on a couple of guests that will talk about the upcoming March on Washington uh, and some other events that are happening in the community. So we've got a full hour. Super excited to talk to you guys. Thank you to Reverend Walden for letting us come on today. Uh, and so I guess we'll be right back with our first guest. Miss Linda Taylor of the Urban League. Market Street Shoes is happy to sponsor the Mother's Justice Show. In honor of our mother, 
Jackie Higgins Rosebrook, who spent her life fighting for social justice and also in honor of all mothers who fight for social justice. Market Street Shoes, fashionable footwear and apparel for life's everyday adventures in the heart of Ballard since 2006. Visit MarketStreetShoes.com. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at VirtuesHealing.com today. Going our own way every day. Alternative Talk 1150. All right. Well, you know, welcome back to the uh, Mother's Justice Show. And this is the Black Legacy Homeowner Takeover, if you will, today uh, in our second segment. I'm super excited to welcome uh, a person that knows a lot, well-respected, uh, was honored by her organization. I was at the breakfast last year. And they, I mean, it was like a standing ovation. Everybody respects her. Uh, for not only the work she's done, but most certainly the institutional knowledge that she carries with her. Uh, and I'm super excited again to welcome Mrs. Linda Taylor from the Urban League. How you doing, Linda? I'm just fine. Thank you for that warm introduction. They <laughs> See, I be paying attention. Me. I pay attention. I pay attention. They surprised me. They never get anything <laughs> over on me, but this time they did. Yes, and that was a great event, man. So, uh, you know, and I mean, it was well-deserved. I think, you know, um, I appreciated it. people have talked about you for a long time. I most certainly had heard about you. You know, we had talked in circles for a long time. And then, of course, we worked together on the uh, when uh, and when I was running for office, of course. And and uh, and now super, you know, again, excited to be doing this body of work. Uh, and to be able to connect with an expert like yourself. And I know that you could probably take up the whole hour today talking about the different uh, things that you know, but specifically, I just really wanted to check in with you today. And if you could tell us a little bit about the HALF program and the work that the Urban League is doing in our community around the HALF program. Okay, well, the HALF program is the Homeowner Assistance Fund. It is. It was funded by uh, the Department of Commerce, and the Department of Commerce actually didn't have a network of housing counselors, so they turned it over to the Washington State Housing Finance Commission with a network of housing counselors, and of which the Urban League is a long-standing partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, the homeowners, well, the HALF program. Let's go back to the acronym. Yeah. It's part of the American Rescue Plan. There's $9.9 billion to support homeowners facing foreclosure hardship associated with COVID-19. And that is such a loose definition for our state. What is associated? Your grocery bill went up. And so you were having a hard time paying your mortgage. So that is being being affected by COVID. You couldn't go to work. You had to stay home and take care of your children because school was out. That's being affected by COVID. 
So our state really has embraced it. I'm at a conference here in Chicago now, and I'm finding out that a lot of people, a lot of states have spent all their money. We have not. Mm. We have not. You can get up to $60,000. You can get $15,000 on your own just going in filling it out. I never recommend that because that might not be all you need. Right. You might need to go to mediation to mediate this because your foreclosure is coming too quickly. So we can help stop that also through what's called mediation. So they've opened up some of the rules. They're using rental properties now. Really? Right, as long, along with homeowners, homeowner properties. They'll pay, help you pay your property taxes, your mortgage, and your homeowners association fees. We just took care of a girl the other day. Um, well, I was a little surprised, but uh, how it how it all unfolded. We got her. She was not working, and she owed like forty thousand in back property taxes. Wow. We helped her get a job <laughs> through our workforce division. She got a job. And qualified, paid off her taxes. She's happy. We're working. She kept her home. And it, it was it was a struggle, but we did it. But we did it. You don't even have to be a U.S. citizen. Wow. Okay. Everything is private, confidential. And that's one thing our state helped remove. Uh, it's, the service is free, no cost. The only service that is charged for is mediation. And mm -hmm. that's paying the mediator, not the urban league. So there are, it's just a, it's, it's a wonderful program and our community really needs to take advantage of it. You know what? I'm sure I want to help get this information. I mean, obviously that's what we do here at the Black Homeowner uh, Network, Black Legacy Homeowners Network is connect people with information. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. one of the things why, why this is so important and why I wanted to talk to you today is that these are the people that you that fall victim to those little signs in the neighborhood, that little handwritten sign with a Sharpie that says, I buy houses, no longer how far you're behind or any condition. And what happens is, and you know more than me, Ms. Uh, Ms. Taylor, I'm just talking, but people feel the burden, the weight of that 40,000 on their shoulders. And they see that handwritten sign and they so stressed out that they call and then they get bopped over the head pennies, for their house. Pennies. Yeah, pennies on the dollar when they could have got up to $60,000 to pay that debt off. Uh, and so that's why, I mean, it's so important, as you said, we're saying the same thing, right, that, uh, that folks know about this program. Uh, and I guess the other thing that I, you know, that that, that I see is, is one, people get, you know, bopped by those signs, but oftentimes, it's they pride too, right? And I had this oh, a I lot had, of pride. Yeah, that I had this a page. Lot, a lot of <laughs> I had a page. In fact, I still got it up on Facebook. It said, "Don't let your pride get you gentrified." Right? So they mm -hmm. keeping this on the inside, and they and, they and it's burning them up. It's affecting their health, and then they finally run into whoever Johnny that buys houses, and, and they and and they get taken for a ride. So the work that you're doing. Is super important to me and to to our community. And again, uh, to I, mean, I guess what I heard you say in the message there is to those DYIers, right? Everybody that feels like, well, I could do it myself, right? Yeah, you could do it yourself and get one quarter 
of what you could have got if you would have right. sat down with the urban. Well, if you owe under fifteen thousand, you can do it yourself, but right. that might not be the total problem. Like you say, we can we'll help connect you with the Black Legacy uh, Network because there are a lot of other things, a lot of other things that are contributing to you, um, to the demise of your, your home ownership. Yeah. And one of them could be your light bill. Exactly. So, and City Light has that wonderful program for that. There could be lots of things and we could help you pay that off and you still might not be able to afford your home. So what do we need to help you do? Go get a loan modification. Exactly. Modify that loan. Your interest rate might be way too high. We can help yeah. you get that down. I still have people paying 20, 25%. I had one 25% or the other day. I had another 13% or the other day. I couldn't wow. believe it. And even with our high rates right now at seven or whatever the rate is, seven some percent. I don't uh, know. My, well, money is definitely not free anymore. But no. what I would say is that uh, there is no reason for our people in our community to have these predatory rates. And and I guess uh, that's part of what's important here is, is that you and your team have folks that can sit down and walk you through this and connect you connect with those you. resources. And we right. can put our pride to the side and come on down, mm -hmm. right? sit down with you or somebody for your team we can navigate folks yeah well you know through, through those types of issues right exactly. and like you said it's all private um you know and i i know some folks know me as the social media baby but trust me when you sit down and talk about the half program or other uh private things for your situation with the urban league that's not something that you're sharing and and no, never yeah. Well, number one, you turn into a number when you go into the computer. Right. So it's very difficult to know who did what, when, and where, you know. Right. Well, you know, because we're just really private people, you know. And, and and I think that that's one of our things, uh, as you know, uh, and it's one of the things that kind of plagues our community in general, right, it is does. that when people it don't does. want nobody to know about their business, right? And When everybody really does know. Yeah, the whole, everybody talking. Every, everybody knows. Everybody does. So you it's buy in the newspaper. Know. It's in the Daily Journal of Commerce. I right. know who's in their home. Yeah, and it, it's just, so it really is a, a lot. But I think one of the things we're trying to build um, with this Black Legacy Homeowner Network, Miss um, Taylor Wright, is again trying to build that 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 community. Right, because we are in fact the last of the last, if you will. Uh, but as we do this work, and I'm sure you already do this because you know a lot. It's a lot of black people who still have their homes, and I'm super excited. Uh, what you just mentioned, and I'm gonna actually be talking with somebody a little bit later, is that the half program can extend to our um uh black uh uh, uh landlords who in fact own um uh, uh multiple multiple properties and it just started well that was just a new that's a brand new change right and i and i'm and i'm not quite sure that these black landlords are aware of that because you know we talked about i talked i met a guy the other day that has four properties and all he was talking about is that you know how seattle is right now and you cannot get these people out of your home because of the you know the different things and and so he's behind on some of the mortgages from his rental properties because people haven't been paying their rent 
And so I'm most certainly going to share that information. Now, Ms. Taylor, how can people get in touch with you in uh, in the HALF program at the Urban League? You can call the Urban League at 206-461-3792. Okay, and say that again. That's 206-461-3792. Indeed, yeah. So so, always email. Yeah, go ahead. What's oh, I'm L Taylor at UrbanLeague.org. Okay, so that's L Taylor at UrbanLeague.org. Yes, I most uh-huh. certainly have it. Write it down. So the other part about the Black Legacy Homeowner Network is you don't have to come through us, right, to get to the resources. You contact Miss Taylor directly. Call her or uh, email her and get out of foreclosure. Get up to that sixty thousand dollars. Get yes, what you need, there. not just what you think you need, but get what you need. And so oftentimes that's sitting down with a person who can go through a checklist of information uh, mm-hmm. because they've done this with other people. Right. And it's well, a we private, do it every day. Yeah, exactly. So it's a private thing. You're going to go in the computer as a number. Uh, we, you know, and, and there's something that's going to help save your house for right now, but also for your children and your family and for your generation. So, Ms. Taylor, I want to thank you for coming on today. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah, you for helping us you. get the word out. Keep knocking on those doors. Yes, uh, ma'am. We in the that's, a part, that's a hard part of the work. That's a real hard part. Oh, it is. Well, look, safe travels home, and I'll be following up with you when you touch down, okay? Okay. Thank you so much. All right. Now, hey, you guys are listening to the Mother's Justice Show, and this is the Black Legacy Homeowner Takeover today. And uh, I'll be right back with our next guest, uh, whose name is Sherry Day. And she is a member of, uh, well, she's a member of our community, of course. But uh, more importantly, she is a senior and a person that was not only taxed out of her home, uh, had a nice house in Mount Baker, uh, but was fortunate enough to be able to buy another house here in Southeast Seattle and is currently uh, receiving the benefit of being a member of the um, of the uh, senior tax exemption. So we'll be right back after this break. Thanks for tuning in. Market Street Shoes is happy to sponsor the Mother's Justice Show in honor of our mother, Jackie Higgins Rosebrook, who spent her life fighting for social justice and also in honor of all mothers who fight for social justice. Market Street Shoes, fashionable footwear and apparel for life's everyday adventures in the heart of Ballard since 2006. Visit MarketStreetShoes.com. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at VirtuesHealing.com healing.com today alternative talk 1150 it's good for what ails you all right hey welcome back from the break so uh if you're just joining us this is again the mother's justice show uh brought to you by reverend uh harry walden and uh she's out today and so she's uh offered and uh most generously this time to let us uh have a show about the black legacy homeowner network and the black legacy homeowner network is a effort 
uh, to organize and engage our African-American homeowners here in Seattle and beyond uh, and connect with resources and education uh, to help us keep our homes and keep our generational wealth. Uh, and you can find out more about us at blacklegacyhomeowners.org. And so without further ado, let me get to my next guest, the wonderful uh, and long uh, time resident of Seattle, uh, uh, generational resident of uh, Seattle, uh, Miss Sherry Day. And uh, she's a volunteer with mothers and most certainly has done a lot of work uh, with Reverend Walden. And so it just makes sense to have you on the program today. Uh, welcome, Sherry. Hey, thanks for having me. Oh, excellent, excellent. So, um, listen, I, I, you know, I obviously, you know, for full transparency, I was at your house yesterday, <laughs> right? So we were, you know, and so, you know, I just really wanted to, you know, get you on the show here, Sherry, and talk a little bit about uh, the senior uh, um, tax exemption and the fact that people, um, not only just black people, but people in general are, be, are being, in fact, taxed out of their homes in Seattle. It really does happen. And I think that some people that haven't experienced that, especially there's a lot of renters around who don't know how uh, a property tax works and, and all of those different things and folks on a fixed income. Uh, can you briefly kind of tell me that story that you told me yesterday about the home that you had in Mount Baker? and the result, uh, the property tax increases that resulted in you eventually having to move uh, to where you're at now. Yeah, um, when my folks died, well, first of all, let me just say uh, for your benefit, yes, I am a long time resident, but I'm more than that. I'm a second generation Seattleite. My mother was oh. born in Seattle too, okay? <laughs> One of the few that's left here. Yes, um, ma'am. <laughs> And uh, in 1960, my folks bought a house on 32nd and Union. And, you know, my mother was one of those people who, you know, talks about what she wants and dreams it and it happens, happened. And she would, we lived in an apartment building. This is, I was a baby. This is the story. Um, we lived in an apartment building across the street from the house she fell in love with. And she just declared that that was going to be our house. And so what she did was she made a relationship with the lady whose family had built the house, who was still in it and in her 90s. And she would garden with her because my mother loved to garden and it was a huge yard. And they ended up being offered the home. That original house in 1960 was um, $8,000. Mm. Yeah. And we lived in it until 1970. Uh, we sort of outgrown it. Um, a 12 year old should not be having to um, share a bedroom with her little brother. And, <laughs> um, and so, and redlining <clears throat> had shifted. And so um, we moved to Mount Baker and the home that we moved to in Mount Baker, my father was living in when he passed. Um, my mother had passed before that um and then when he passed the the entire accumulation of property because my mother was very much into let's buy this property let's see if we can help this person and quick claim their property and you know she got a lot of uh 
properties, both with houses and, and vacant properties right. all over South Seattle and in Eastern Washington. And um, some of them, you know, she kind of had this dream of developing, but things just didn't work that way. And, um, and so what she did do was hang on to everything. She was able to hang on to everything. And, uh, but when they died, we had to figure out ways to keep the best of it, the cream of it. And right. so my sister got the house on 32nd and Union. I got the house on Hunter Boulevard in Mount Baker. And my brother got a smaller house because we knew he wasn't really probably gonna live in it. Uh, and he got some other properties that he could use for rentals. And then he was terminal, so we cashed him out. And, um, and so we liquidated most of the estate. By the time that everything came into my name, the house on Hunter Boulevard, um, the house was not valued at that much. There hadn't been a home on that boulevard that, was, um, that had sold for 30 years. And all of them had sold at real low prices. And so then all of a sudden there was a, a house on the boulevard. Well, taxes had started rising a little bit before that because of the surrounding area. Right. And then and then suddenly in uh, early 2000 or 1990, late 1990s, we started seeing just a doubling practically every year of the taxes. It was ridiculous. You know, because you just don't get raises like that, especially when you work in nonprofits and in social services, which we did. Mm -hmm. um, my credit was not good enough to refinance the house most of the time, although I did start being able to do that. Every time I refinanced, I basically just got the taxes out of the equity of the house. Mm. And then finally, it just became too much. So we were forced out of the neighborhood. Um, we bought this house here in, I guess, you know, some people say it's Rainier Beach. The map says it's Hillman City. Um, right. You know, it, it's the Netherlands. Of, I think uh, of it as South Beacon Hill, but that's yeah, why. Yeah, so do I. Whenever anybody asks me, that's what I say, South Beacon Hill. Okay. And this was not a neighborhood I looked at. You know, my realtor said, you have to come see this house. On general principle, just come see this house. But I was looking at houses in the CD, could not afford anything there, could not qualify for anything there. Right. And um, so we ended up seeing this house. This was probably the third house we looked at. And it was kind of perfect for us. Um, now the yard is getting to be a little bit too much because, you know, I'm 65. My partner's 80. What year is it? 82, 81. Uh, in any case, um, we're, um, we were in this position again of seeing the rising taxes because taxes were real low here. When I bought right. this house in 2002, oh my God, my, my taxes were like, I don't know, $1,000 a year. Yeah. It was real low. And now they're and probably, what, four times that, five times yeah. that? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, the only thing that has allowed me to keep it was because by the time we uh, cashed out the house in Mount Baker at a considerable profit um, because of what was going on over there, we were able to get into this house with a large down payment, but also get uh, financed in such a way that the mortgage company pays taxes and homeowners, which oh, we hadn't funny. had before. That's, oh, yeah, that's great. 
So, um, <laughs> I mean, anybody who doesn't have the, the mortgage company paying that out of escrow, you need to rethink your situation because it right, makes right, such right. a world of difference. But, um, and I, you know, I knew that it would, but I didn't know how to go about it until I'd already owned this other house for a long, long time. Uh-huh. And um, so we, uh, we've been here since 2002. Taxes are going up again. And then we got the notice from, I found out, because I had been looking, I kept thinking they need to give seniors some kind of break because I'm on a fixed income now. My right. partner's on a fixed income. You know, I fortunately had the foresight to really work to bring the payments down to where only one of if if there was only one of us, we could still continue to pay it. We're paying basically less than the average studio apartment in Seattle. Like if I went to get a CD. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Yeah. And and so it's a blessing. Yeah, it's a it's a huge blessing. It's a huge blessing because I don't want to move out of town. And um, so you got your senior tax exemption. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I got it um, during the pandemic. So, of course, there was nobody there. Mm -hmm. I couldn't really get anybody on the phone. And um, they did have and I'm assuming they probably still have their application online. So you don't have to go anywhere or do anything or print anything or mail anything. You can just send it by email. And um, so I did that and got the sort of automatic we received your application and at that time they were saying it'll probably be two years before we make any decisions right and i'm thinking two years that's crazy so yeah so um then i got you know i got kind of that automatic response and by the end of i think it was what is this this is 2023 i think it was the end of 20 22 or 21 that i got the notice that um we qualified and the great thing is they give you a retroactive credit um back to whenever you apply which wasn't clear at the time it wasn't clear Oh, so that brought some anxiety i bet because you didn't know that you were going to get that retroactive credit so that's something right. we can tell John Wilson uh, when we connect with him again that they need to tell people up front that that mm-hmm. once when, when and if you are approved, uh, that credit will go retroactive to to when you yeah apply. yeah I didn't see that as being clear on their website. Um, mm-hmm. I also didn't see on their website if this was like a percentage exemption or whether it was going to zero out my taxes entirely i don't know i still don't really know that for sure because what happened was i got such a big credit that i didn't have to pay taxes last year and my and when i called my mortgage company they weren't even clear about what um they knew there was an exemption they knew that the letter had said that i i qualified for 100 percent of the exemption but what does that really mean in terms of dollars Right. right So I just really, you know, to be fair to the office at the state, I really have not followed up on that because, frankly, my payments went down and I got a big ass check from my mortgage company, (laughs) you know, so I'm like, okay, you know, I'm good. And they will not reevaluate for another five years. 
Right. Well, you know what's so you know what's so crazy about that, uh, and I'm glad that you mentioned that. So, folks that are listening right now, uh, you can actually go up on our website, BlackLegacyHomeowners.org, and we uh, have sent out the King County Assessor slides where he talked specifically last Sunday at the Esquire Club about the uh, the those percentages, whether you get a 75 percent uh, or 100 percent or what or 50 percent. Uh, to your question, Sherry, and and in fact, they have raised the threshold uh, of income for folks, right? So the King County right. um, Assessor broke all that information down. And one of the things I want to encourage people today, right, because I really wanted folks to uh, uh, meet somebody like yourself to that has, in fact, got the senior exemption. So it does exist. Uh, Black people do mm -hmm. get the exemption. It's not yeah. a conspiracy. You can fill out the form and you will get it. If you and didn't qualify. nobody come to my door? Yeah. Down. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, so nobody's going to come and, and, and be after you. But more importantly, I guess the thing about it is, is that uh, even for folks that may have been denied before, right, it's great that you got it, but everybody doesn't get it the first time. They didn't qualify. The thresholds have been raised uh, recently. Uh, according to John Wilson and his information. And so I want to encourage people to, to reach out and we can get you those new thresholds. So I'm running up here against some time though, Sherry, but I appreciate you coming mm -hmm. on the show today um, and most certainly uh, letting folks know about your story, your family story, and the fact that the senior tax exemption does work um, it might take a minute sometimes, but uh, they can credit you retroactively. So to save yourself some anxiety. Uh, so I heard all of that about your story and I appreciate you sharing it and I'll be in touch. Okie doke. All right. Thanks, Sherry. Bye now. Thank you. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. Okay, you guys, we'll be right back with the final segment of our uh, show here. Again, this is the Mother's Justice Show today. And we are, um, um, this is the Black Legacy Homeowner Takeover, if you will, uh, and where we're uh, engaging around Black Legacy Homeowners. And so when I come right back, I'm going to come back with uh, Dr. Linda Smith, and we'll be talking about the uh, Dream Unfinished, the uh, Martin Luther King Commemoration Committee, and all the great events that will be coming up in community this next weekend. There's going to be four days of free events. And so it's going to be a great weekend uh, to honor Dr. King. And we'll talk all about that when I come right back. Thanks. Market Street Shoes is happy to sponsor the Mother's Justice Show in honor of our mother, Jackie Higgins Rosebrook, who spent her life fighting for social justice and also in honor of all mothers who fight for social justice. Market Street Shoes, fashionable footwear and apparel for life's everyday adventures. In the heart of Ballard since 2006. Visit MarketStreetShoes.com. I'm health and wellness correspondent Lee Kelso, inviting you to discover something new, the Health Call Radio Hour. Each week, we meet doctors, researchers, authors, and people from around the world trying new things to make our mind and body better and to help us age with style. From head to toe, we cover it all on the Health Call Radio Hour, Sundays at 12 a.m. right here on 1150 KKNW. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. 
Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at virtueshealing.com. That's virtueshealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at virtueshealing.com today. Make it a great day. Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150. You just call. All right. Hey, well, welcome back to the Mother's Justice Show uh, here. And today is the Black Legacy Homeowner Takeover. Reverend Walden is out of town and she's on her little staycation and doing her and she's graciously allowed uh, us to take over the show today and and talk about community information as she most always, you know, she likes to do. And earlier in the hour, we of course talked about the Black Legacy Homeowner Network and that information is at blacklegacyhomeowners.org. Uh, but right now, I've got a couple of excellent guests that are here to tell us about all of the great things that are coming up this weekend with the uh, Martin Luther King commemoration, uh, the dream unfinished, right? So lots of stuff coming up this weekend, the 25th, 26th, the 27th, and the 28th. And so I've got uh, Dr. Linda Smith and the uh, uh, the amazing Kevin Allen here to talk about that. So uh, Linda, Dr. Linda Smith, I'll go ahead and give you the microphone first. Okay, okay. Well, thank you. And it's so nice to be here. And I, I, I'm just, I love Reverend Walton, an amazing voice in our community and really excited about the great work of this weekend, Dream Unfinished, not a commemoration, but a continuation. So um, I'm, I serve as pastor at Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial Baptist Church, and it is certainly an honor for us to be hosting uh, this preaching event. And we see it as the beginning of a weekend, and I'm sure Brother Kevin is going to talk a lot more about some of the other things, but really it's an opportunity for us to uh, come together as community leaders, as prophetic voices, to really advocate for issues around justice and uh, and that, you know, there's lots of things that's going on. So 60 years ago, the March on Washington was immediately recognized, I think, as one of the most significant protests for social justice in America. And, of course, over the months and years that followed, transformative um, and nonviolence commitment of civil rights began. But as we've seen um, over the past years, uh, that there's been this... Um, uh, threat to roll back so many of the things that we've achieved over the years. It seems 60 years later that we should not be still fighting for justice, but it's the reality of, you know, what's going on in America. We should not be fighting what we were fighting for 60 years ago, voting rights, affirmative action. And now, you know, the erasure of, of, of Black history, education system, uh, edu economic suppression, and this whole issue around housing legacy. And so this event starts off the voice of, of the prophetic voice of the six, uh, the, uh, the, those who were at the beginning of that march. I was a child, but I tell you, I remember that vision of just, and I lived in Arkansas, so that gives you a little bit about what things were like. They weren't very well. But I remember the March on Washington, it was like, wow, there was a light at the end of the tunnel because 
things were opening up. So in this preach-off, this Friday evening, uh, um, we will be preaching against the powers um, at hand who are, who are out to destroy the very gift of life that we are entitled to not, not only by the Constitution, but, our, but by our great creator. And this 60 year, I think, is pivotal because our goal is not to leave this year without action. You know, as Blacks in America, our struggle has always become a game for others. So all have gained from our pain. And that's why it's important for all people, Black, White, Yellow, join us in this continuing fight for justice. So Friday evening, uh, the prophetic voices, uh, uh, We'll be preaching a truth to power on voting rights, housing and home ownership, education, reparation, gun violence, health equity, affirmative action. And um, and so we're just excited about that. Again, it's at the Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial Baptist Church, 4519 Northeast 10th Street, Renton, Washington, 7 o'clock p.m. And in honor of Dr. King, it just feels like it just feels so 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 powerful and i just you can tell i'm just all smiles i'm really honored to john join this great team of martin luther king county that's planning this so uh we're really excited about it so thank you that's excellent yeah so that's friday night to preach in and uh and then obviously there's a whole weekend kevin you want to chime in quickly about uh some of the other things that are happening this weekend Sure, and thanks for giving me the opportunity to uh, uh, present this information. Uh, I too was a, a child uh, in 1963. I was getting ready to turn nine years old. And because of uh, my father being an activist since the 40s, I was aware of what was going on. And that was one of the first things that I remember paying attention to. Uh, you know, in terms of uh, politics. And then I remember November being in third grade school when uh, John F. Kennedy got shot. Mm -hmm. So uh, mm -hmm. uh, I remember that it was a big, uh, a big thing. So, uh, you know, one of the things about this whole, uh, not a commemoration, but a continuation. And I know there's this is the age of anti-wokeness, but, you know, mm -hmm. we have to be awake. Uh, yeah. mm -hmm. So, so many levels, just like what you're doing with the, uh, uh, you know, with home ownership, we have yeah. to be awake yeah. and aware, because uh, if we're not, if you, if they say if you sleep on it, you snooze, you lose, and That's sometimes true. we take things and we kind of let them sit, and then they slip away, and so uh, a big part of this weekend. Is to uh, is to bring awareness and say that the struggle continues, it it never ends, and that's some of the words of A. Philip Randolph. But uh, Saturday, uh, and we're thankful for the uh, Northwest African American Museum for being a major partner uh, of this whole event. Saturday is a day where we're putting a whole day for the youth. For many of us, we've heard about it. It's been taught to us. And even in the Bible, it talks about the Deuteronomy. Talk to your children. Talk to them while they're coming, while they're going, while they're sitting, while they're standing. Put a sign on their forehead so they will remember. Mm -hmm. And this is an opportunity to not only give information, 
and put a sign on their forehead to remember what's happened in the past, but also to give them an opportunity to uh, uh, express their feelings and what their vision is, as well as uh, take advantage of not only the opportunities of learning about what happened 60 years ago and what we are now, but also providing opportunities in particular for employment fairs and some of the other right. opportunities that will be available to help them not fall for the okie doke that's often put out there in, in, in our culture. Uh, so to look at it, there's a different way of looking at things and there are opportunities. We're going to have uh, uh, young people do, uh, we're going to have food. We're going to have opportunities for them to interact and it's led by youth. Uh, we're all going to have opportunities to uh, to hear from different uh, building trades and other things about apprenticeships and other opportunities for uh, alternative to do to uh, move forward and uh, have some economic uh, growth opportunities for them so that they can be better equipped to move right. forward. So the next sixty well, man, years. Man, this this is gonna be real interesting. I know, and I just I know we only got about a minute left here. So I just want to kind of chime in about the twenty seventh. Uh, you know, you've got the stuff every, at the uh, museum at mm -hmm. three p.m. Right, the event on the twenty sixth is all day, ten a.m. to five p.m. Okay. Uh, the youth event, uh, young adults, right on the twenty sixth, and that's also at the Northwest African American Museum. Uh, and then we've got a, a closing celebration, if you will, also at the African-American Museum at 5.30 p.m. on Monday. Yep. Uh, well, that is one week from today at 5.30 p.m. Again, this is a dream unfinished. It's not a commemoration. We're not coming together to just uh, commemorate, but it is a continuation. So uh, I think our, you know, our show is coming to an end, but I really appreciate you guys coming mm -hmm. on today. Mm -hmm and spreading the good word and i hope to see you at one of the events this weekend thank I'll you every great, great. Thank, thank you so much for having us yes all right bye now all, all right. right and thanks everybody for tuning in to the mother's justice show reverend walden will be back next week uh and you know and my name is shikundi salisbury you can talk see us at blacklegacyhomeowners.org have a great day <laughs>